Love can only be found through the act of loving. Paul Coelho Hello. So what are you thinking? You're listening to the Healthy Mind, Healthy Self Show. I'm your host, Martha Alvarez, psychotherapist and life coach. And this is a place for you to explore your thoughts, emotions and behaviors so that you can make more mindful choices, achieve those things that you so desire. So tune in and enjoy. How is it that you can fall out of love with someone who once lit you up, filled you up with joy? You once had goals and a vision together, and now it's really difficult to stay close and connected with your partner. Is it that you stop loving them? Can you fall back in love with them? Today's episode explores the struggles of staying connected to loving feelings. I'll start off by saying that love is a verb and it requires real action, commitment, especially when things get hard. Love lives beyond your thoughts and your feelings. It's a deep place of authenticity, of reflection, and demonstration. When things start getting confusing or messy or hard, we often develop explanations about what is going on, what's wrong. And this certainly applies to relationships as well. Every relationship is going to face challenges. And these challenges exist on a continuum. Often, your personal challenges intersect with romantic challenges. Maybe you're dealing with some difficult stuff on your own. Perhaps you're feeling depressed or anxious. Maybe you're an overachiever striving for your career goals, and you're working a lot, and you don't have a lot of time. Or maybe personally, you are getting really bored and need a lot of attention. Perhaps your values have changed. They're unclear. Your dreams have changed. You're redefining them. Maybe you're suffering with a health issue, an identity crisis. All sorts of things can be happening with you. And my point is that if you feel that you're falling out of love, I'd like you to consider taking inventory on yourself first, instead of quickly noting what your partner is doing or is not doing. I want you to pay attention to your tendencies, your fears, your patterns, your thoughts, your behaviors. Because again, There's an intersection between what's going on with you personally and how your relationship is evolving, how you're thinking and feeling about these people that you care about, especially when it comes to romantic love. And I want you to keep in mind that falling out of um, romantic love doesn't automatically mean that you no longer care about that person. So if you're thinking, do I love my partner? Am I falling out of love? You might love them. You might not feel attracted to them in a romantic manner. And again, all this is on a continuum. Maybe 
you care about that person in a different way. Or maybe you're just frustrated with that person, with your relationship, or what's showing up, how it's happening right now. There's many reasons why your emotions change towards your partner. Sometimes it's because of a lifestyle change. Perhaps you're not able to spend a lot of time together because of work or because of kids or something. Or your ideas change. Your views on life change. Maybe you have unresolved trauma. Or your expectations were not checked in with. And now you feel disillusionment and disappointment. And it's never a good idea to force yourself to stay in an unsatisfying relationship. Even if no one really committed an offense. But certainly, if you're in an unhealthy, abusive relationship, opting out is something that you need to consider, especially when it is not repairable, when the other person is not taking responsibility or willing to change. Regardless whether lover is present or not, I want you to be clear that when you start feeling these feelings, the first thing you want to know is, am I in an abusive or unhealthy relationship? Is it safe for me to even consider what's happening? And am I in love with this person or not? So most people understand when they start feeling that loving, strong attraction, commitment, I want you all the time, can't wait to see you kind of feeling. But when your love starts diminishing, it may actually start in subtle ways. Sometimes you don't want to really spend too much time with your partner. You don't look forward to talking to them or seeing them. Other times you feel indifferent about them kind of like emotionally disconnected, like you just don't care like what they're going through, what's happening, what's going to happen. You basically check out. Maybe you have felt annoyed about little things they do that normally you wouldn't feel annoyed. You stop kissing them, hugging them, having sex with them. You avoid talking about your goals. You avoid making future plans. This, these are subtle ways that your love is shifting. Maybe you start complaining or bad-mouthing your partner to your friends, to other people. You can um, start imagining life without them. Maybe you're even thinking about someone else. Often you hold resentment, anger. You feel neglected. These are all ways that can cue you in to that your love is fading. The good news is that you can actually fall in love with your partner if you want to. And it starts by taking note of what you actually do like about them. What attracted you to them initially? Has that changed? Is it there? What works? And when you start looking at these things, looking for evidence of why you actually fell in love with this person and why it can maybe work again. I'm going to take you back to how I started this episode saying that you also have to look at your stuff and what you're doing and your thought work and your behavior and your patterns. So 
This is looking at both sides, taking responsibility, accountability, and deciphering what's real or what is now being perceived at an impasse, a point where you are stuck and you don't know what to do about it. So it all starts with honest communication, communication in your own mind and then with your partner and loving, respectful communication, not destructive, blaming communication. And how to have this type of communication requires practice in your mind and practice physically by talking in a manner that takes into account the tone, the words, and getting the the point across in a way that is conducive to joining forces instead of separating. That's a skill. And I, I will make another episode all about that coming up soon. But I just want you to be aware that many times when we are in this state where you're considering breaking up with someone or you're thinking you're not feeling it anymore, the way you come across, the way you communicate, your body language, your tone, your voice, everything about it changes. So like most other things in the world, awareness is always number one. It is key. So next, I want to talk to you a little bit about resentment. I want you to consider, do you have resentment towards this person, towards the relationship? Is it new resentment or old resentment? What did they do or what did they not do that you're angry about that was never unresolved, that was never resolved, is still unresolved? I want you to write that stuff down. I want you to notice what were the actual facts based on the evidence instead of the perceptions, which are basically your thoughts about what happened. I want you to own your part. How did you contribute to it? I want you to empathize. I want you to empathize with the person and take their side. Basically, like, I can see how blank, you know, may it have made you feel blank, right? I want you to put yourself in their shoes. I want you to try to release resentment and make amends by actually apologizing and forgiving that person. You can do it first silently with yourself, and then you'd voice it out to them. You have that honest communication. If you want to get into that loving, connected state, you have to let go of anger and resentment. We are not perfect humans. People make mistakes, emotions, you know, make you say things that under a different condition, you wouldn't say or do. So I think that the apologizing and forgiving has to exist because I've yet to meet somebody that does everything perfectly and is right all the time. It just doesn't exist. So we go back to love as a verb. And when you're doing these action steps, which is what I'm talking to you about, if you want to try to rekindle that feeling and stay in your relationship, it's important that you clean up your side of the street. You take responsibility for what you can. And just know that your partner may or may not respond and certainly may or may not respond in a timely manner. 
You're the one listening to this. You're the one making the intention. You're the one that's trying to decipher, am I still in love with this person? Can I rekindle love again? You know, before you love somebody, often you become friends with them. Yes, there's that physical attraction that often occurs, but first you have to bond and you have to trust and you have to find them curious and you have to spend time with each other and you listen and you don't judge or quickly offer advice. You start cultivating emotional intimacy. One of the ways you do that is by avoiding negative comments. So if you think about it, if you're hanging out with your friend and you're bashing each other and you're not supporting each other, what are the chances that you're going to stay friends and strengthen that relationship? None, right? But romantic couples, when they're in trouble, they often start doing that. And it's not healthy. So I'm bringing your attention to that. Be friends. Be nice to each other. Support each other. But what about when you are nice and you're not really fighting, but you're just drifting away? You're bored. You don't have that feeling anymore. You don't have that sexual attraction anymore. Again, I'm going to point you back to searching within yourself. What has changed for you? Do you have some kind of something happening physically in your body, emotionally within yourself? Have your needs changed? Are your expectations off? And then I want you to consider when and how your partner changed, when you stopped feeling that feeling, because this is a two-way street, right? Think of it as a domino effect. When one person does something, the other person is going to respond in a way to what the person did, right? So if you and your partner are not talking so much anymore, well, maybe one of you got busy, your talks were about something that the other person wasn't interested in, you felt neglected, so one of you just stopped trying to engage. You know, a lot of things happen. If you're not uh, romantic and sexually attracted to each other, how did that begin? Have you talked about it? What have you tried? So staying in love is definitely something that needs to be worked on, especially in long-term romantic relationships, because life gets in the way. Things get interrupted. Things shift. Things change. But if you truly value someone, you respect them, you trust them, you honor them, you want the best for them. And at one time, you literally were very attracted to this person. You chose them because, I mean, you could have chosen somebody else. They could have chosen something else. So you gave it a real good hell yeah. I want you to really sit down and think, Is it that you're falling out of love or have you changed and your needs are not being met because perhaps you haven't come to full realization that you need something else and haven't asked for it? Or is it that really you just don't love this person anymore? So it's difficult, my friends. It's not easy and um, it's doable. 
I think that, you know, love is a verb is definitely the best way to describe it. You got to work at it like everything else, all parts of your relationships, all parts of your physical, emotional health. You got to work at it. It changes. It's not the same. So again, the act of loving, try it out, see what happens, see what changes, reassess, but definitely doable. You can fall back in to love when you're not feeling that loving. All right. Till next time, my friends, think well and be well, and I will catch you soon. One more thing. Thanks for listening to my Perfectly Imperfect show. Keep in mind that I'm sharing thoughts and experiences, and the information on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health or medical professional. If you have a moment to leave a rating or a review, that would be great. It's a way of sharing so that more people can find the show and start making some small shifts.